Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode 164. I'm still creating content for Europe. I think I will be until the end of the year, or I should say the med. Uh, it's great, actually, because I'm back in Brisbane, in between Byron Bay and Brisbane, and I am looking at my feed, as we all are, <laughs> and it's just absolutely loaded with people in Greece and the med at the moment. So for me, recounting the stories, uh, writing and podcasting and posting images is making me still feel like I'm a part of that vibe. What a vibe it is, Europe in summer, particularly the Mediterranean. It's so great to see it back, uh, back to its, its former glory, if not more. Let's hope though, um, I've mentioned this before on the pod, it's not death by popularity. Let's hope we've learnt a little about you know really just landing on places and smashing them with people uh, and not um, respecting the environment the people that live there and also contributing to the economics which I've talked about a fair bit with cruising as it wasn't my preferred way to go but I've learned now that through certain companies you do get to immerse in the destination and contribute to culture and people of that place. So today I'm going to do 48 hours in Athens because that's literally what we had and it was great visiting Athens again because I'd only touched on it pretty much I guess as a uh, a transit place to get to the islands uh, quite a few decades ago and I remember it just being a sprawling big overwhelming city that was boiling hot um, Acropolis, of course, you can see pretty much from every vantage point in the city. Uh, and I wanted to get in and out of there. I don't remember it being clean or somewhere that I wanted to hang out. But my memory wasn't that vivid of the city of Athens. So this time I wanted to immerse in the destination and really check out the vibe of Athens. So I did my research before I went, which is always important. Um, can pretty much say I didn't know anything about Athens. Uh, I think if you just say that you know the Acropolis, then you don't really know Athens, <laughs> in my opinion. So I did my research and the neighbourhood that really seemed to be where people were hanging out and getting the most kind of local vibes, you know, m m mished up with a little bit of tourists, obviously. The village feel is uh, the village of Plaka, which is pretty central uh, to the main city of Athens. And it literally has... It's kind of at the footsteps really of the um, Acropolis and it really has a feeling of um, you know just beautiful uh, village kind of city vibes but with a real independent arts feel to it um, and I think I think that you kind of um, get the feeling of what it would be like to live in Athens, um, in a city that's bustling, busy, and full of tourists. So Plaka was just a nice, quiet neighborhood that was super handy to all of the action that Athens has on offer. We stayed up the tiniest little street, and can't believe the taxi drove down it, actually, in um, a boutique apartment the Plaka Boutique Apartments and I didn't really know much about the area other than it was it was as built as a neighborhood feel and we stayed in this apartment that was 
yeah, down, as I said, down a really tiny street, but it felt super quiet and really, um, really, I don't know, a really inviting uh, place to be, even though that as soon as you stepped out of your door, it was just all happening. We didn't really hear much of that. It was also affordable. I think we paid something like with, I mean, the Australian dollar is crap as we all know, but I think we paid something like, uh, was it $400 for two nights Australian? Um, which uh, included breakfast. So I thought that was really affordable. Uh, we went out to um, walk around the alleyways and streets and as soon as we got out there, it was a fantastic like espresso bar right there. I mean, as we know, Australia makes the best coffee and um, Italy has, and Europe is known for, for its espressos, but this actually had like almond milk lattes. So I was pretty happy. And I love, love freshly squeezed orange juice and homemade pastries and so that's kind of how we started our walk through the village uh, that is presides around um, the Acropolis and the busyness of Athens in Plaka. So walking down the streets there was galleries, artisans, homemade, um, homemade gelato, jewelers, clothes, there was everything going on and then you get to sort of the main square that surrounds the Acropolis and there's just tavernas lining the streets so yes some of them were quite touristy I mean you had the guys at the front trying to you know persuade you to come in um, but most of them were really authentic and if you just go a little bit off that main square where all the tavernas are like down one of the side streets you will find really authentic and affordable Greek food oh my god how good is the Greek food we were eating you know just such fresh fish um, slow cooked lamb the the um, salads were just banging with slabs of feta on the top of them pastas and souvlakis tzatziki uh, dolomites it was just dolomites <laughs> uh, a beautiful beautiful array of food and they always love their sweets pastries and pastries and pastries from um, you know traditional Greek sweets to baklava. It was just beautiful um, food. And I love the table wine. It comes in a carafe, uh, and I always just order either the, the, the white or red table wine. And it's something like $4. Um, and yeah, it's just the local uh, Providence wine and it's um, really good, tasty stuff. And then we walked around the streets. We were, we were actually walked in and around the Acropolis, but I found the most um, intriguing thing about that site is actually going around the upper side of the Acropolis and standing on the top of the hill and looking over the rest of the city and the sprawling suburbs and looking back onto the Acropolis. Um, there wasn't as many crowds that way and when you look back on you can just see people weaving in and out of the site but I like to be around the outskirts of it up on the hill. It's definitely the best vantage point and you've got great um, great place to take photos from there and then we walked back on down and headed across to um, I wanted to check out something that I do at, in all cities I, I go into hotels and pretend that I'm staying there <laughs> no, you don't even have to with most hotels you go in there and you grab an Aperol or a coffee and you can go in and hang out I just love looking at hotel foyers and the rooftop bars and the decor of hotels so we went into the Electra Hotel which is very well known not far from where we were staying in Plaka 
um, up to the rooftop bar, which has just got the most sublime view of Athens and the Acropolis. Uh, and then we were lucky enough to be hosted at the um, Hotel Grand Britannia, which obviously means Great Britain. Um, and it, it was a little further away from where we were staying, but it was just the historic hotel of Athens, um, which I always love finding the old, pretty much the oldest hotel that's been there forever and hosting many a guest because you can always feel the people that have been before often they'll have photos of like famous people and um you know kings and queens that have passed before pretty much so this is it's a marriott hotel luxury collection hotel the hotel grand of britannia i mean is it affordable yeah i reckon i didn't stay there but you know you can pretty much get it on uh, booking.com for around about just over $500 a night, but it's stunning. I mean, it's located, located in the heart of the city. Um, it's like a beautiful accommodation experience. Um, it gives you an unrivaled perspective of Athens. Uh, the building, the history of the building itself is just incredible. The decor, it has been renovated per se, but it's kept its old world charm. It's still got the old lifts there, the roofs, the grand ballroom. And then you can literally, even if you're not staying there, you can go up on the rooftop and sit there and enjoy a drink. And really, yeah, it definitely has, I reckon, the best views uh, in Athens, particularly at night. A beautiful place to be. There's a few places you can eat in there. We were lucky enough to be in the garden terrace area on the ground floor, which was hosting us um, for the high tea, stunning, stunning um, high tea. So you can either go to the roof garden restaurant on the top um, at the Alexander's Bar and have a drink and get the most incredible views, or you can have a high tea experience in the Winter Garden City Lounge, which is um, on the ground floor. But God, it's like a, it's like a museum. It's just unbelievably decked out. The history. Um, the elegance and the heritage of this building. It's a living museum where you go to um, have your high tea and the high tea is just stunning. I mean, I'm a bit of a fan of high tea because um, I'm a sweet tooth, but this had a really nice mix of savory and sweet with some of the most decadent English teas around. That's the thing I liked about this hotel. Even though you're in the center of Athens, it did feel a little kind of like regal British meets Greece. So it had this really finessed uh, feel to it. Um, and as I said, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay at Electra or Grand Britannia. You can stay in a cheap uh, Airbnb like I did and then just pretend that you're staying there and waltz on in and check out the history um, of those buildings. Plus the service is just impeccable. People just so warm and, and, and welcoming into those hotels it was getting pretty hot now we were there at the start of may so i can only think concede that it must be bloody boiling there at the moment which kind of gives me a little bit of faith you know that i shouldn't have, shouldn't be there right now when i'm getting <laughs> absolutely swamped with uh, images on instagram no i just feel like it's um athens is possibly i wouldn't go much later than we did or i would go in september october because it was definitely getting hot and as you can imagine with all the old sandstone and um, open you know the streets it's like 
Um, it's really quite uh, warm walking around there. But yeah, what a city. I'm really glad I explored it again. I did a podcast with a local ceramicist, um, Myrta, who was representing Greece in um, England. And then further up was a jeweler where I got to buy a gorgeous little necklace, really reasonably priced. There was a shoemaker. And uh, I asked them where they eat lunch. That's always a good thing to do. And they said just the taverna across the road. And yeah, really affordable being in the middle of the city. We also hired a car just down the road. That was super easy to just walk down there with our bags. The old uh, suitcase on cobblestone streets made it out of Athens alive and down to the Peloponnese, down to Kalamata, which was on another podcast that I did. But yeah, I think Athens is definitely worth exploring and staying a while, not just a transit city to the Greek islands. It's somewhere that is full of culture and rich of history um, and people that really love their place. And OMG, the food is incredible. Hope you enjoyed that, folks, and I'll catch up with you next week. Adios.